the two. Can he hear the music and I can't? Boys, welcome to Geek Stuff TNG. Are we we still Geeks of TNG or are we something worse now? Oh, we Mm -mm. we are something worse in general. This, this, uh, a part of me is ashamed that how we jerry rigged everything, the other part's kind of impressed. The setup is being held together by two rubber bands and a paper clip. Yo, that's all the guy really what you. What you really need to do, though, yeah. honestly, if you're listening to this show, um, which you will be uh, listening to it taped, you really need to go to Instagram and see how we set this up for the Petraean people. For anybody who thinks Petraean isn't worth it for this show, you need to go there right now and look at the dedication of three individuals to make sure that we're providing for our Petraean people. Yes. I mean, look, we're, we're social distancing. We are jerry-rigging everything. I mean, we got the feedback to go away. I'm kind of impressed. Yeah. You know, keep keep the... the no, man, I, I did that. That's, that was, this is all me. All you. Oh, okay. All you. Oh, yes. All, Ex- you. all you, Kev. Oh, no, no. Instagram is all me. Come on. Give me, give me at least that. Sure. <laughs> I set up the Instagram. I got rid of the... Uh, the, the feedback. Come on, I gotta get some credit for this. You Tell can't. me I'm free. <laughs> you did good, Kev. I'm proud of you. Let's see which button does get rid of him. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Getting him back on is gonna be a, too much of a a pain in the ass for today. Um, so yeah. So how are my fellow inmates doing today? How's everybody doing? Uh, I'm fine. I've been out all morning, walking around, socializing, and. Oh wait, no. No, it's not, that's not what you. Oh, I've been. Doing. I have been out. I just haven't been near anybody in a few days. I all. gotcha. I gotcha. I've been uh, um, in my house. We've been working from home for almost a week now. It's arguably one of the uh, craziest times of my career right now. Um, doing stuff. Um, I guess I can kind of just say it. I mean, I work in the journalism field, so uh, needless to say, it's been a little bit hectic for the last month and a half. There's been some headlines. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Is, is there something going on? There's something Did going on. It? Something going on. Uh, and I know, uh, um, Mr. Sandwich, you have been insanely busy as well. Uh, and you haven't you haven't cried as much as I thought you were. Uh, My God, I, Sandwich, will you just more. sit still and look at the camera? Do I got to see parts of your body that I don't want to see because you can't oh, sit no. still for an hour? I can sit still. Good, I do am, it. Uh, fine. Did you turn Sorry. the fan off like I told you to? Y- yes. Oh my god! Don't look at me. Don't look away. Look away. Don't look at me. So for for those who who obviously are not able to see right now, um, obviously Kev is in Hawaii as usual, uh, and uh, Sandwich is uh, at his home. Um, I'm in the sandwich shop, quarantined. Yes, so everyone is FaceTiming in right now into uh, Studio M uh, to get everything going uh, today for, um, you know, what I'm going to call episode 581, Optimistic Stuff. I want this to be like a nice, happy, upbeat, make people laugh sort of uh, episode with all like the crazy shit and the way everyone's been kind of freaked out of their minds with everything going on right now. Um, well, look, I'm just happy that, that the three of us are as far away from New York as possible. <laughs> just, oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, not so the, much. The, 
Not so much. Uh, Unfortunately, with the ordinance, I have to now definitely stay in quarantine for the next uh, uh, few weeks. So we'll see how what that ordinance? goes. Anyone that was in New York City recently has to be oh, in quarantine right, right. for 14 days. days. Right. Yeah. So, which really, that's not much of a punishment as much as a, a nice promise. Oh, so I'm fine with that. A small blessing. It, it kind of is, honestly. I'm like, listen, I, I, I will say that um, uh, I'm able to get food delivered. So I just have them just drop it off on my front porch and, you know, I paid it over the phone. Um, as some of you guys know, actually, I don't know if uh, you know Sandwich, but, um, oh, I don't know if she wants me to say your name. We'll call her Miss Mayhem. Miss Mayhem uh, moved in. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll call her either the beard We're not calling or her the, the squeeze. We'll go with the squeeze. The beard doesn't sound the squeeze. proper. She won't like that. Uh, so the squeeze moved in this past weekend. Ah, nice. So um, what was the best part about it, um, besides the fact that, you know, it's nice having her here, uh, my toilet paper reserve has doubled. And yes. uh, so did the canned food uh, the the number of the the canned food, so that was nice too. Nice, you know. I, I distinctly remember. I feel like she had a metric ton of candles, bro. <laughs> I had to carry those shits out of her apartment. That was, that was a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, she that sounds about right. Yeah, it's about a metric ton. It's about a, about the size of a small Civic. I hope she places them all around your body. Before she has to consume you to survive, <laughs> it's part of the cult that uh, uh, she's a part of and everything. So um, we'll see. But uh, how are you guys holding up in uh, in general? I've just been, like I said, busy as all hell, and uh, yeah, just trying to kind of like, keep my head afloat. I don't, I don't do anything. Like, no, I go out for drives and stuff, but yeah, not doing much of anything. I did, however, yesterday. I did manage to pop on the Xbox, Ooh. you know, to, to Ooh. play a little Red Dead with my friends. Well, that's nice. And okay. lo and behold, who should I see is on but Fat Dumbledore. Hey, now. Okay. All right. Like I said in our private message to one another, that was not me. That was the, I don't know what my name for my brother is. We're going to call him the six inch sandwich. Uh, the six inch was online. You know, they, it doesn't I, all have to be sandwich related stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just doesn't. You can just say my brother. brother you was just online. say my brother. My brother was online. I was downstairs watching King Kong. Which one? Peter Jackson, King Kong? No, the mo- Skull Island with Samuel. Oh, Kong, oh Kong's... yeah. I didn't see that one. That's Skull a good movie. The, like one with, the one with Brie Larson, you mean? Yes. Hubba Which hubba. That was a good I am movie. now going to compare most big monster movies to it solely because they managed to have a monster fight in broad fucking daylight. I told you, bro. I told you. That was a damn, damn good movie. Um, Skull Island. I, I'm a huge fan of that one right there. Like, I never appreciated how much seeing the monsters in the daylight mattered yeah. until I saw one in the daylight. <laughs> it, I think you should watch the Peter... You should watch all the King You, you really oh, should. Yeah. We have time. I've seen Peter Jack, the Peter Jackson one. But you never saw the original? I actually really like the Peter Jackson one. I think... Uh, People give it a lot of crap, which I think is undeserved. Why would they? Because uh, it's, it's not because the original? Because it wasn't Lord of the Rings, because it was 18 hours long. Ah, I, I mean, whatever their reason, you know. You should watch the original one as well, Sandwich. Did you get to the theater to see it? Uh, I think that was quarantined by time. No, and, uh, yeah, the, the, no, no, no. The, that the, was still the that was one of the last thing. events, I think, right? No, the Fathom Events thing um, was canceled. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. It was right when everything started to kick in. I oh. there was an earlier viewing I had a chance to maybe see, 
Um, but I didn't want to take my father, who's 70 years old, to, uh, you know, oh, well that, at, at the time. I mean, so. I'd love to see. Well, look, even if you haven't, if you can't see it on the big screen sandwich, try to find it somewhere else. I have the DVD, I think, dude, if you want to borrow. I think she yeah, has the DVD. Why don't you pop them. over to um, Mr. Mayhem's porch and grab that DVD? Yeah, I mean, I'll do that. I don't mind. By the way, Kev, you're a little over-modulated, so just be a little careful. Oh, I'm probably too close. Yeah, there's why. nothing I can do about that uh, on my end. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, let's see, what else has been canceled? So they were doing the Beastie Boys documentary. Remember that Apple thing we were talking about? There was going to be an yes. IMAX screening. Um, that got canceled. Uh, the horror convention I was going to go to this weekend in Atlantic City got canceled. Which, which one was that? Which one is is that? Is that better on the modulation? Much better. Much better. Uh, the Beastie Boys thing got canceled. The horror what, convention. What was the horror show? Uh, that was the one in Atlantic City that I, I, I've been going to. The last year is it called like New Did, Jersey Horror Con? Yeah, that? yeah, that got that's oh, okay. getting pushed back a few months, but there's apparently some kind of spaceballs of thing, uh, event happening now, uh, if it does get rescheduled. So that's nice. And um, there's a few other smaller things, but I just can't think about. Um, Ooh, a spaceballs event! I can think of everyone that won't be there. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's kind of it for the most part. And then otherwise, it's just been. Ordering stuff online, just you know, and ordering from the, some of the smaller businesses over here, just to try to give them like a little bit of support and everything. Look, look at look at that frozen image that 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 I'm getting. Yeah, he's not even. Trying. Are you on the Wi-Fi in your house sandwich, or are you just using your phone signal? Do we lose him? Ah, uh, if only. If only. Um, Let so, me see. Yeah, so let's see. I ordered some stuff for the house, um, besides some cleaning stuff and groceries, um. The the squeeze wanted to play some Nintendo games, so I got the the Wii hooked up for her. Uh, also got my Nintendo sixty four hooked up, which was nice. Um, and I ordered some DVDs. Remember, there was that um, horror video store in uh, Florida I've mentioned uh, once or twice. Yeah, uh, I ordered a bunch of Blu rays um, from him, and uh, I, I kind of got like, some horror. A- anything stuff. anything good or just well, crap? That defines good. The one thing I think you might like is uh, Darren McGavin's The Night Stalker from 1972. I think this was like a this was a made for TV movie that I heard really good things about that I want to watch. Is um, it Kolchak The Night Stalker? Say again? The Night Stalker in the 70s was a TV show, it wasn't wa- it? It was, but there was a uh, a TV movie that was made up uh as well. So I was told to check this out. Um also Hey, can can you text the sandwich? And and say to him, and find out if he's on the Wi-Fi in his house or if he's just using his cellular signal. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, I got a bunch of other stuff uh, too. Uh, again, oh, all, nice. Also, all horror comedy stuff to support the guy. All independent movie stuff. My favorite one of the horror movies, um, Easter Casket. It's going to be a bad hair day. Wow. I never said these were these were award-winning films, but You you really do like some crap films. Yeah, that's okay. And besides those films, I caught up, let's see. Um there was a movie Lighthouse with William Defoe and um Sparkle Oh yeah, Bat. that's really new. That's really new. It is a psychological horror. Like that is it's some good stuff. Uh right there. You have I've to watch that. You have to watch it. I actually had to watch it with subtitles on because between the accents and the the way they were just talking, it made it easier to watch it. But it was a really good psychological horror thriller. Uh, and also the 1982 uh, horror movie classic Chopping Mall, which is... Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall, which has to be now my favorite movie of all time. It's just so awesomely bad. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, just trying to make the best out of a crappy situation, really, for the most part after that. Very good. You know? So, Dom, what about you, buddy? Uh, so, I work at a grocery store, mm-hmm. which uh, is so, so wonderful at this this time in America. Hey, you're working, uh, man. Yeah. No. So, that's always good. Everyone's like, oh, I'm stuck home now. I can't do anything. It's like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I, I appreciate the ability to go out, but it's, I go out and have to deal with the public. So... It's, it can only be so much fun. Um, well, look, you must we, be making mad ducats, though. Yes. That, that does help. But we are going through – it slowed down a lot. But last week we were going through in a day. But what did we go through in a weekend? Where if we usually did like 68000 a day, we were doing 130000 a day. In terms of sales, you mean? Just in meat, yeah. Oh, oh, oh wow. Okay. So uh, so Will says that it's funny faces with Sandwich, Silent Monty, and Big Kev, I guess. Do we not have sound happening? Um, you I guys may have trouble with me. I, I hadn't considered that. Oh, I'm glad you took all the credit for all this stuff now. That's good now. Hey, I solved the big problem, yes, didn't I? I friends. solved the big problem. You know, speaking of uh, uh, some of our Patreon folks, I did uh, talk to them uh, earlier. Kind of just to ask them what they were doing. Sandwich, not that. To ask them kind of like what they were doing amongst the uh, the quarantine. Um, Garcia525 says uh, he finally got a chance to see uh, Brightburn. Good movie. Spider-Man Far From Home. Into the Spider-Verse and Joker. And he enjoyed them all. Uh, he's also catching up on Arrowverse. Um, and he's also um, uh, planning to watch some other stuff soon. And also speaking of Will... Uh, Will caught up on some sleep, the second season of Bulletproof, which is a British cop show, uh, and some Fortnite, as it were. Ooh. So, uh, you know, hopefully everyone's trying to make a, the best of a kind of crappy situation. But it can always be worse. So, you know, there's you take the good, you take the bad, and all that shit right there. So um, You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Yep. Um, yeah, so otherwise, there's really right. not a whole hell of a lot going on in the I news. may have a solution. All right, you do that. I'm I gonna may have the solution for the Hold sound. on. I'm going to have to I'm deal with double me for a Hold second. Hold on. All right, I'm going to go continue with the rest of the show. Uh, but if you want to be part of our Patreon, folks, Killjoy. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash geekstufftng. For just a month, you can get uh, a hold of the Discord service. For $3 a month, you'll get the latest show a day and a half early, which is usually Tuesday night. Get a sneak peek at the prep show. For five dollars a month, you get the weekend bonus show uh, and some vintage episodes as well. Some of the previous perks. And for ten dollars a month, you get to watch the show live on the Instagrams, which is just magical. Um, and yeah, but again, just the Discord service alone, I think, is kind of worth it. Uh, which I've been saying over and over and over again, which is really nice. But tonight, uh, being part of Instagram, you had a good chance to see the craziness of Big Kev and and our young sandwich try to get their technology working. Oh, wait, hold hold that thought. Will can you hear him well or not so well? <laughs> one or two. Meanwhile I'm seeing one. There we go. Or two. Oh, oh boy. So I don't want to be a child, but I have a spinny seat here at the sandwich shop and it's wonderful. I may, I, I may have a solution. I may have a solution for that. It's like I'm podcasting with two drunks fools. I love it. 
All right. You do that. I'm going to continue going into the He says uh, he can hear you well. Hold on a second. All right, good. Um, what is this? Is This is all being recorded into the show. What are we doing, folks? What are we? Oh, my God. Good thing there's only like three things on the prep sheet tonight. You know, <laughs> so we can do All right, Will, this. how about now? Okay, you guys talk. Okay. Can you hear me now? I'm going to, I'm going to go <laughs> into the first. Commercial. I'm going to go into the first story. So we're not going to be going into the show. Okay. All the movies that have been canceled, all the or pushed back, I should say, postponed. I'm not going to go into all the TV shows and all the other because it's all of them. Because it's all of them, and frankly, it would take us uh, uh, an hour just to mention just like a few of them. So thank you, Will. Uh, we'll continue from here. So, but Disney Plus officially launches in Europe and uh, is going to be going live soon in France. Uh, it is launched in UK, Ireland, Germany, Italy, Spain, Austria, and Swins- uh, Switzerland, rather, excuse me, uh, with, like I said, France hitting on April 7th. Um, they will get. That? Oh, looks good on my end. I don't know how it sounds. Uh, but they will get. I'm asking. They will get, I'm asking Will how it sounds. Okay. So they'll get 500 films. They'll get The Simpsons um, and the first two episodes of The Mandalorian over there. Uh, and I did Ooh, read, if I remember, two. If I did Ooh, remember correctly, Disney Plus, and I believe it was YouTube actually as well, they're actually going to um, downgrade some of the, the quality of, of these streams just because uh, there's too much web congestion, uh, as it were. It's also happening domestically as well. Um, since everybody's at home right now, um, uh, throughout all hours of the day, they're just not at work. Um, I mean, I'm glad it's happening. I'm glad that Disney is actually putting this in place now. People, I think, need as much entertainment as possible. Goddamn, we know Italy does right now. Um, so, yeah. you know, anything extra that they can get, even if it's, you know, even entertainment that- and a cure, I think, would, would be good for them. That would be nice. But, you know, I think a little Mickey Mouse. Um, and some Avengers right now. They'll take they'll take what they can get right now, um, as it were. I mean, it's a little, again keeping it optimistic, keeping it happy news uh, this morning. Not much really to, to say there. Um, also, we have some Mandalorian news. This is more for you guys, uh, I think, above all else. Uh, Rosario Dawson joins Mandalorian season two as Kev. How the hell do you pronounce this character's name? Ahsoka. 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 Tano. Tano. How, how, it, what do you think of this call? Is this like, because this is outside my role. Ahsoka Tano, it was a, a character that was created for the Clone Wars cartoon. Um, she is Anakin's Padawan in the show, um, but she goes through this sort of character, this whole character sort of arc um, in that show. And uh, she actually comes back briefly in Rebels as well. Um, so this is a character I think a lot of people have been looking forward to a live, actu- live action um, sort of injection into the live action universe. And um, although she wasn't received really well at all, mm-hmm. at all, when Clone Wars first came out, by the end of Clone Wars and into Rebels, she was a really really popular character so uh i mean yeah i mean i think it's uh, as far as rosario dawson friend of this show rosario dawson mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's great casting i think she'll be excellent in it i mean she certainly has the physical chops for it she's um, a great actress what's that she, she's a great actress 
she's a great actress, but she's also like I don't know if you've seen. Um, I ha- I didn't see the the uh, that movie out just the the apocalypse movie with Woody Harrelson. Zombieland, uh, double double tap. tap, yeah, Zombieland. Yeah, so she was in that. Apparently, she's really great. If you saw Sin City as well, mm-hmm. physically, yes. she was really great in that as well. I mean, so she's. Yeah, I think all around, I think she's a really excellent choice. She's a really unique look as well. So, uh, you know, there's there's that aspect of it, which which allows, um, you know, there's already been some fan art created of what she might look like. She's also a local Soka New Jersey Kano. kid too. She, yeah, the Patterson actually. So, yeah, so um, yeah, I actually think it's a great a great choice. I'm really interested to see what part she's going to play. Um, in this story, um, but you know we got a long ass time to wait for that. So, so um, yeah, I, I I think it's on the whole, I think it's good news. Yeah, and I think I also so, I think I also heard I don't know if it's true. I'm trying to figure it out right now. I remember seeing headlines that uh, Robert Rodriguez is supposed to be directing an episode as well. Uh, I'm double checking that because I hope that is the case. I actually love his stuff. Uh, well, and his style. I liked his earlier stuff much better than his more recent stuff. That said, he's still a great director, and I think that he would be an excellent choice for the series to do an episode like they're doing with a lot of people. You know, I mean, I don't know that Bryce Dallas Howard had huge directing credits, but I thought her episode was good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have beef with that. Yeah, what were you going to say, Sandwich? No, I was – I mean – I'll be honest. I didn't really watch a whole lot of Clone Wars, not Clone Wars, um, Rebels. Okay, that's my own mistake. You should. I know. I, I always mean to go back and do it. Just, it's on just, Disney Plus, and you're stuck in the house. Yeah, but I'm stuck in the house while working. I still yeah, work. But six you don't days a work week. all the time. Yeah, I work six days though. Anyways, okay. the point of the matter is, I was and on the seventh day, sandwich watched Rebels. Rebels. It's in the Bible. All right. Uh- <laughs> What the fuck? Okay. Uh, I thought she wasn't... I, I, I assume that's why we're having the glow behind your head, because you are, in fact, Saint Sandwich. In fact, if you move slightly to your right... There you go. Oh, Saint Sandwich Jesus has entered Christ. the show. Um, I, I didn't think her species lived that long, because I feel like she was alive at the beginning of the Clone Wars, and then all the way through episode six, because... Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong here. Doesn't Mandalorian take place after Episode Six? Isn't that like a long ass time? Of Clone like- Wars takes place between Episodes Two and Three. Mm-hmm. Rebels takes place between Three and Four. As in, uh, I don't know the exact. It's 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 well, it's obviously before Rogue One. But it's either simultaneous or just after solo, I think. I think mm-hmm. that's how that goes. You can look at a Star Wars timeline and, and, and you can figure it out. Regardless, you should watch Rebels for any number of reasons. <laughs> I mean, e- even if you hate even if you hate all the Rebels characters, which no one should because they're great. Um, there's a lot of like tie-in stuff to other prop not properties not not properties there's a lot of tie-in stuff to other there's like ties in to episode four Mm -hmm. there's really strong really awesome ties into clone wars um there's awesome apparently what will end up being no hold on 
I've just thought of something. Rebels has to take place after Solo. Yes, that's true. Rebels has to take place at least a couple of years after Solo. I think that's correct. West Coast Scott is in the house. Uh, so West Coast Scott, hello. We hope you're doing well and your family. Um, Scott, we're going to have to put off our little trip um, to uh, to a galaxy far, far away uh, for a little bit. But uh, we'll get there eventually. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, so Sandwich, you definitely should be watching. You know, you could. It's like five seasons, if it is even that many. Um, I think you could probably blow through it really quick. The the episodes move really fast. So, I, I thought her, I thought her character, uh, no spoilers. I don't know. I thought she'd be a lot older at this point in Mandalorian than Rosario Darcy could be. portray. No, but I feel like Rosario. Well, Darcy, why? Because you're thinking in human years. I, I thought the species aged at a human rate. I didn't really check. Mm, I, they haven't established that, I don't think. Um, don't forget that Mandalorian takes place after episode uh, six. Yes. Right? So if it takes place after episode six, we know for sure Ahsoka is still a young adult in Rebels. So... I mean, she definitely is going to be older and more mature, that's for certain. But since they haven't established, to my knowledge, a timeline for that race or an age line, I guess, for that race, um, it's entirely possible that we're seeing maybe a Rosario Dawson-aged version of Ahsoka Tano. So just just a thought. Yeah, We shall see. I mean, Uh, she's not immortal, but Yoda was 900. So, just saying. I mean, we can't judge everything by human years. You know, some of those characters, I mean, could theoretically just go on and on and on. So, forever, ever. Um, let's jump around a smidgen on the prep sheet. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, but I can't see the prep sheet. I have all of my technology engaged <laughs> in bringing our Petraean people this wonderful broadcast. It's a it's a broadcast at least. Um. I'd go that far. Uh, but Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, uh, they just put out a parody video of sorts about social distancing, which <laughs> if you get a chance, you have to check it out on YouTube. Pretty much they're, par- they're doing a parody uh, from Shaun of the Dead. It's pretty funny. Yeah, Sandwich, you got to either move yourself or your camera in front of that light. So I mean- turn your camera a little bit. It's just hard. Whatever you're using there. Another way. There you go. Yeah, because having that giant light behind you is just weird. It is really saintly, and you're not. (laughs) So I'm arguably in the top 10 nicest people on the show. Hey, just joining us now is Micabus Prime, also from the lockdown state of California, if I remember correctly. So hello, Micabus Prime. Hello. Hello. I like how everyone's social distancing, though, in general. Everyone's doing a good job. Um, but if you get a chance, it's definitely <laughs> worth it's de- we're all, as we're practically all in different states. Uh, it's definitely worth checking it out. If you've ever seen Shaun of the Dead, you will love this little uh, parody that they made. It's actually pretty good. And it's only like three, four minutes, something like that. Um, just to kind of get like, a good laugh out of everybody um, at the moment. Uh, you know, Sandwich. If you yes. want, you could share your thoughts on Shaun of the Dead. You can also share your thoughts 
on this social distancing plan yes. by calling the GVM hotline. 201-730-2547. And you can hear yourself in a future episode of Geek Stuff. T-N-G. I thought you were going to ask him his thoughts on Shaun of the Dead, and I'd bet a dollar he's not seen it. I know he hasn't seen I, it. I have. Oh, you have? Yeah. Who's in, I mean, who's in it? I don't know the people off the top of my head. I know what they, I know what happens. Okay, what uh, happens? Uh, they're in Britain. Give us the plot. The entire plot. <laughs> no, I forget just the, the ex- just the plot. That's two all. bros try to go to the Winchester to live out the zombie apocalypse. Doesn't work out. Uh, Philip dies, and then they're hanging out in the Winchester. Uh, they shoot mom. Dan dies. Friend gets bit. Uh, at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, we figured okay. out Zeta. Okay, okay, you made your point. There's a dollar I owe you. Well, you saw Skull Island and you saw Shaun of the Dead. That's pretty good, Sandwich. That's pretty yeah. good for you. So, at my job at mm-hmm. the grocery store, every 15 minutes they make an announcement to keep your social distance of six feet. And they have begun taping squares on the floor six feet apart. They measured to make everyone know the appropriate distance they should be from one another. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, some yeah some businesses uh, here have done that as well. The the grocery store, I don't know if you did this at your grocery store. They just did this yesterday at, at my grocery store. They put up these, you know, like when you come the through. The giant glass planes. Yeah, the giant In front of the registers. Of yes. Yeah. Yes. So this is a giant, it's got to be four square feet of plexiglass. At least. Between you and the person who takes your money. Huh. So it looks like it looks like a sneeze guard on a salad bar. <laughs> I mean, how like whatever you can't reach in, you know what I mean? It's just it's weird. Whatever it's, works it's at this weird point, thing. you know. Whatever whatever works, I'm very okay with that. Yeah, because germs they don't know that it's see through, so they just go. They just hit right <laughs> on there. They it's don't like curve a bug. around, or you know, <laughs> the germs don't know air, no the, You know, the air that transport them, it doesn't move around. You know, it's like, like a bug on a windshield, the, the, the partition. <laughs> Unbelievable. That probably costs a few thousand dollars. Absolutely. Oh That'd be a good amount. Um, so one thing I want to talk about with all the optimism going on, gentlemen, uh, there is one thing I would like to say going into the next story. And that is fuck GameStop. <laughs> oh, that's where we're going. Okay. Fuck GameStop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll save, we'll, maybe we'll save oh the, the last story for after the break. Um, fuck them in the ass with no lube. Fuck wow. them. Jeez. No, 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 no. Because let me tell you something. For the longest time, I'm saying, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they can hold on. Maybe I hope something can work out. Fuck them. Keeping their employees there for absolutely no reason. Like, Sandwich, I'll be honest with you. You had to go uh, into work. I totally understand. I had, He's essential. He is essential. For the first time in his life. He's been essential. He's Sandwich been essential. Is an essential part of He's society. been essential in my heart for a long time. But you know oh, what? Thank you. You're welcome. But wow. I have friends who work at the the ports uh, over in Elizabeth, New Jersey. So they're essential. OG. I have, uh, OG. I have I have friends who work uh, in customs. Obviously, like they still got to work. I have cops. You know, cops, emergency room doctors, all essential. I get it. I get why they have to leave their house. There is no reason why in GameStop's greedy atmosphere, they force these kids to go into work they the, and, and the fact that it wasn't even cur- like it wasn't even curbside service at first it was just at first yeah at first it wasn't at first it was like no no we're, st- we're keeping our doors open fuck you 
because you're endangering other people, you're endangering your workers, and you just have absolutely no. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Right, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. And I don't agree with this, but I think I can understand them taking the position of, well, we're essential. If you're going to be stuck at home, you know, you might want a new game. Unless, of course, they're playing the fantastic Red Dead Redemption 2 online, uh, where you don't need a new game because that game just goes on and on and just fun, fun, fun. Well, let's Cousin be honest. Dave. You Cousin ba- Dave. You barely need GameStop as it is. And I understand that they're, fi- they're I understand they're financially hurting. But if they said, hey, our, our, our doors are closed, but you can order from our warehouse and we can do curbside delivery. That's that would okay. be fun. You know, That'd like I'll roll up, roll down my back window. They just toss the bag in. I did that with a few smaller mom and pop places because like, I want to spend my money with some of the smaller, you know, some of these smaller places because they may not be around in a month or so. Um, you know, so I, I understand the concern, but shift everything to online. That's where it's all going anyways. So pay attention. And you know what? They actually have like a lot of, uh, a huge collection of like retro games that they barely advertise on the site. I don't even know if people really know about that anymore. And they, they have the options to try to do bigger and better things, but they just don't know how to prioritize correctly. And the thing I was going to talk about uh, last week, which didn't have, we ran out of time, is that they signed up um, for their their uh, their board of directors the the former head of uh, Nintendo North America Reggie I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because I always the uh, Jones Smith n- n- no it's like Phila Phila Ames or something like that I can't pronounce it um, but there needs to be an overhaul in this company because if they don't overhaul something at, at, you know once all of this stuff is done they're done. Even though they might have uh, statistically some more money in the bank, uh, they they they're done. I can't see how anybody wants to go shopping with them anymore after this. Well, I mean, who knows? You know, gamers don't really care much about politics. Well, they also so don't care much for GameStop as it is too. Though. Well, I mean, you're not wrong, but at the same time, there is still a, you know, there is still a fair quotient of the business that's physical media. So. You know, they, they, they got to get it from somewhere. And the difference between, you know, getting it at Amazon tomorrow and getting it at GameStop today, I think, is helping GameStop kind of hang on a little bit. Um, but, yeah, that said, yeah, it's a, it a shit thing to do. Um, but they have made corrections. So now they're doing curbside pickups and orders and that sort of jazz. Mm-hmm. So got to give them some credit. They they woke up just late. Yeah, well, they, and wo- how they, can they we woke criticize up. criticize them. And not criticize, I don't know, the government. So, you know, it's... Well, we're not a political if, if show. If the head of that time. corporation is listening to the president of this country, it's a surprise they closed it all. So, there you go. There you go. Um, and so, with that... You know what? We, we There's actually such light news because of obviously everything being canceled. So, um... And with Sam, that which big, did you, uh, did you, did you get to the, uh, big, or the Geek Stuff TNG, uh mailbox for product no because everything is quarantined oh i see and i'm not going to a place where hundreds of people <laughs> with strange packages just walking in and out i see that's fair enough with that big kev with that mr mayhem and the sandwich we will take our first and only break on this episode of geek stuff tng episode 581 
what are we calling it? Optimistic Op- stuff. Optimistic stuff, I guess. Ahoy hoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. If you're hearing this, then you're still here. And inside, which is very good. Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing have been released. A first-person demon-killing slaughter fest, and a cutesy pie life simulator where you plant trees and buy furniture. Such radically different games, which is why the internet had a field day mashing up these two concepts. Which was very enjoyable. I played a few hours of Doom Eternal, and I think it's great. It's exactly what I wanted, which is fast-paced movement and a lot of shooting. To work out that frustration. I wish I got further into the game so I can give more of an impression, but my time was stolen by the other game, which is Animal Crossing. This is my first time playing one of these games. I didn't own a GameCube or DS, so I never had the opportunity. But from what I played, I'm enjoying myself. I was reminded that the game world is on the same clock as reality, so I've spent most of my time in the game at night, in the dark, while I'm awake with insomnia from global uncertainty. I do recognize this game might be too childish for most adults, so know that before you buy it. I thought this might be on the level of complexity of The Sims, but it's much simpler. But that didn't stop it from getting its hooks into me. I've been checking to see what's new for sale every day. Both are well-made games and perfect things to pass the time. Doom Eternal is out now for everything but Nintendo Switch, and Animal Crossing is only available on Nintendo Switch. Both $60. And finally, Half-Life Alex is out now on Steam. It's a VR game, not just an experience, but a legitimate game, which takes place between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. I had a lot of disgust for this game, as I was very frustrated with Valve for making this while continuing to ignore Half-Life 3. But I really can't stay mad. Turns out this is the killer app for VR. If you own VR, you should play this. This is the first legitimate game for VR. I hope I said VR enough. This is Coke Logic signing off. Be well. X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Rosario Dawson from Clerks 2, and you're listening to Big Cav's Geek Stuff. Live from Studio M, the sandwich shop, and Big Kev's Big Kahuna Studio, it's Geek Stuff TNG! It's Big Kev Huna. Big Kev Huna Studios. I'm sorry. You just heard a lovely little sponsor from my friends over at Build X-Wing. Build X-Wing, home to the one and only 118th X-Wing scale on the... one eighteenth scale X-Wing on the market, which is great for your three and three quarter figures. It's a great piece for collectors and diorama guys and people who just like things in scale. It's fully detailed and fully realized. It comes with many fabulous features, like the ship has working lights, 
R2D2 goes boop, bop, and beep, and the X foils open in attack position. We here at Geese of TNG always highlight the deluxe edition, which comes with working landing lights, static figures, the little people mover, and a static blue skywalker for the cockpit. We here at Geeks of TNG uh, recommend you don't use the static figures. I feel like that kind of ruins the immersion, but for one of the static figures, to each your own. Mm. This comes with a fabulous little magazine guide, which gives you fabulous little background and source material. And once you get all the magazines together, you can bind it with a nice little binder they give you, displayed on your shelf, and really just help it pull in the whole piece. So, time for my little bit. I do, every week, stolen from Big Kev himself, where you're going to go to a convention with your friends, and you're going to see a beautiful X-Wing propped up, really displayed real nice, the working landing lights will be happening, R2-D2 will boop, bop, and beep, maybe the lights will be going off, and you're going to say, wow, that is awesome. You're going to walk over, you're going to look at it, you're going to see the fine detail, the actual metal, you know, the real deal product that is this X-Wing. You can say, holy shit, that's nice. How much does that run for? And they're going to say it runs for X amount of dollars. And you're going to say, wow, that's a lot. What this here at Build X-Wing does is it gives you an affordable way to get the X-Wing of your dreams, folks. Build that X-Wing. Bring it together. Bring that man cave you're constructing together. You're going to have your C-3PO's maybe, your Luke Skywalker's, your guys. You're going to feel great. If you want to reach them online, they're at buildxwing.com. But if you want to use your telephone, they're at 877-544-6779. Huzzah. Okay, so uh, good, not bad. So uh, a couple of things. We don't discourage people from using the zero-point articulation figures. We don't discourage that. I said we encourage that you use articulation. You said we discourage them using these static figures we don't we don't discourage it in fact the static figures of sort of the imperial troops that are not imperial sorry the rebel uh technician guys uh you know they're kind of nice actually i mean they're all nice but those are kind of nice because those rebel technician kind of figures they're really hard to come by that people mover also which is something they actually did do like a quite a few years ago um, also really, really hard to come by. So, yeah, yeah. so we, we don't discourage it. We, we're All we're saying is that with something that's perfectly 118th scale, like the three and three quarter figures, it's a great opportunity to display your three and three quarter figures with it. That's what, that's what we say. If I said discourage, I misspoke. My apologies. No don't apologize to him. Point that out. It's okay. All right. Um, and we also heard a lovely game stuff. So yes, I'd like, we to, did. Think, like to thank the Coke Logic um, for coming out of quarantine for that. Much appreciated, sir. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. I got to write him. I keep forgetting. You do. You do. Um, what you call? So let's move on. Uh, we have a little bit of uh, a D&D stuff going on this afternoon or this evening or whenever the hell you listen to this podcast. It's recorded, so it doesn't matter. Um, but the people behind Critical Role are helping uh, set up a virtual tabletop platform, Roll20. It's in conjunction with Dungeons & Dragons, uh, publishers of Wizards of the Coast, for a uh, free pen and paper adventure online platform. Uh, we'll be using an adventure guide that we're about to talk about momentarily. And it can be found online at roll20.net. Um, just looking at some of the screenshots here for the account, 
Um, it actually looks like it's well organized for the most part. Uh, it doesn't. It has pretty much the essentials in terms of um, your map that you're looking down at, the uh, stats, the character stats, uh, kind of everybody's uh, face. So kind of like the way we're FaceTiming with a group right now. Um, and it, of course, has uh, virtual dice rolls at the exact same time. Seems just like a nice way to kind of get people going, um, depending on where they are. Now, I'm not sure on the cost at the moment. Um, or how it actually plays, and maybe you're able to get the, like you were able to buy some of the books digitally. Actually, yes, that is part of the case. You actually can do that. Um, so you can kind of have just everything on the go on your on your laptop or MacBook or desktop or whatever the case may be. Um, depending on your situation, especially while we're all in quarantine hell right now, um, maybe something to look at. Again, it's Roll20.net. Um, you guys are much more of the D&D vets than I am. But at this point, anything I think to help kind of get people playing while they're afar at the moment, um, and it actually works, power to them. Do whatever you got to do. So Yeah, they can get multiple people together, and, and we have to jury-rig all the technology I own <laughs> in order to make that work. So, yeah. Uh, in the current game I'm in, I've been playing this game on Sundays for like almost two years now, uh, we've had to switch to Roll20. Because oh, really? of the quarantine. Yeah, because you know, we want to keep playing, but you know, we can't be at his house past eight o'clock. So And what do you think of the service to... so far? Um it's fine. We didn't really we kinda of just set up. We didn't get to play this week. I got no problem with it. I, I do miss sitting next to people and experiencing that. I feel like Well that time we... is over, Sandwich. <laughs> that time is over. People <laughs> being close to people, that's over now. That's a lie, because from where I work at the grocery store, I'm, like, right next to a dude at all times. Yeah, but you're just sitting down with a dude talking about meat. You're just like, here's your chuck, sir. Have a nice day. (laughs) You can pick your chuck up from the safe box down at the end of the counter. But, uh, Sandwich, what is it costing people to uh, to use this? Is it costing anything? Uh, I, I mean... We kind of set up. I don't. I don't remember it costing anything. I mean, we kind of. Someone set it up for me. Honestly, my friend just gave me an account and said, "Use it." Oh, okay. It's one of those situations. Well, yeah. probably worth checking out right now, especially like I said, as we're all in this this hell. Right I mean, now. Roll Twenty has definitely been around for a while. I know a lot of people who have used it. I've heard a lot of sort of people who use it. So apparently, you know, it works. People love it. Fantastic. So. Uh, and so, would you got a? Um, you have a little bit of product for us today. Yes. Would you what I have here? Speaking of. I don't know if people can really see it very well. This is the Explorer's Guide to Wild Mounts. This is the new D&D book. Well, the newest one released, I want to say, about a week or two ago. Uh, maybe last week. I could be wrong on that. I'll have to double check real quick. Did you wipe that book down? <laughs> Why did I wipe it down? I'm clean. I don't know, because we live in a pandemic. I'm clean. I wear gloves and sanitize every like. Oh, minutes. and thank goodness you were the only person who touched that book between the time it was printed and the time it got into your meat-stricken hands. Sandwich, we're just concerned for your well-being. Yeah, I think Kevin's just Retailer concerned for X the book had, he gets. I'm guessing Retailer X touched that book, didn't he? No, I just pulled it out of the box. Yeah, and where and was the, where was the Retailer book? X and where in was order the book to pay printed? for it? Where was the book what? printed? The book was printed. Oh wait, I don't know. 
Did you I, hand the book to Retailer X to, to check out? I paid in advance, so he never touched the book. So you just took it out of the box directly yourself? Yes. Wow. So, okay. So you, you did eliminate a few of the grimier hands that I'm aware of in the Retailer X establishment. <laughs> People who pick their nose and their ass and put their fingers in the mouth, not necessarily in that order. Okay. So besides right. the besides the the hot potato game of that book, what do you think of it so far, Sandwich? All right. So this is not me trying to disparage you from buying the book. I think it's a great book. Honestly, though, I was very underwhelmed with this book. Personally, I feel well, like. Well, what is it though? Like, is so, it a? It's a new, like, kind of Eberron esque, and I'm saying Eberron esque as in it's a new, like, a continent plane of existence type deal. Right. Um, they introduced two new form, like a new form of magic, and one other thing, and then it's like lore of the world and all this fun stuff. So it's basically a campaign setting. It's a source book. It's another source yeah. book that you can use for your campaigns. And I'm not saying – I feel like – how do I say this? I feel like this book got very hyped up because it's attached to Critical Role. Now, I don't have a problem with Critical Role. I've enjoyed bits of Critical Role in the past. But I think that a lot of the people who will enjoy this book most are fans of the show. With that and said, named OG. Yes. <laughs> you know – with that said, I, I'm willing I, to bet that some of OG's pages are probably already sticking together. <laughs> Stop that. I mean, with that said, it's definitely an interesting book. I can see the appeal. To me, though, is very kind of underwhelming because I feel like I didn't see anything in here that takes it apart from any other homebrew that you make at home. Well, Everyone the difference stands apart as a source as another book because it's so different than regular D&D. This to me didn't feel like anything fresh and new. It felt like just I'm playing critical role. It felt which for some people. Yeah, it's and that's what I was going to say. You know, what what it is is it's basically uh Wizards of the Coast capitalizing on the uh the only real sort of Dungeons and Dragons phenomenon. Not that the game itself isn't a phenomenon, it is, but anything attached to the phenomenon, it's the only thing attached to the phenomenon that they can kind of monetize and capitalize on, which is by going to these guys who have this, you know, who have this really popular online game and they raised $800 billion for their cartoon series or whatever it is they did, um, half of which came from OG. And... Uh, <laughs> They, you know, uh, and they said, hey, let's, you know, why don't you put this book together for us about your little homebrew game and, you know, we'll put it out and, you know, you, you'll get 6% of the profit and we'll get 94 and we'll tell you how much your 6% is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. And don't get me wrong. If we had a really popular online uh, D&D game that went supernova socially um, and they came to us and said, uh, hey, we want to make a book of your thing. That there was, It wouldn't even be a thought. They could say 3% and they could they would be able to do it simply because yep. it would mean that, you know, we had authored a and d book. And yeah. that alone, I think, is worth that. That honor alone really is is worth the uh, 
is worth the, the, the sort of hassle and the pushback I think that they're going to get with regards to, you know, publishing a book about their homebrew, despite its popularity. Mm-hmm. So is there any, did you, did you flip through it or read it? Is there anything really that stands out to you that's kind of like, okay, this is cool. Like you said something about they introduce a new kind of magic. What's that all yeah. about? It's kind of like weird time magic kind of stuff. So for like wizards, it's a new like wizard subclass, a new wizard kind of like t- kind of magic you can do. Time wizard? Kind of, yeah. Okay. That's the best way I can describe it. It's like using gravity to distort time. It's kind of weird, but it's something new. I can appreciate that. But beyond that, most of this book is history of the world, races that are in this world, which none of them are new. Fine, whatever. You know, you you, you, you get what you get. And then it's like adventures in this world. And, and, and it, there's nothing new to me. So you know, it's besides like, that new, I guess, subclass of wizard and this new kind of magic, whatever it is, you didn't really see anything else that was kind of like... Nothing stood out to me, personally. Huh. Really. Okay. So, I mean, like I said... I mean, at least with... You know, just using the example that you used of Eberron, everything's fucking different in there. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, and it seems to me, whenever the... Whoever the purveyors of D&D are at the time, whenever they introduce a new campaign setting, whether it's World of Greyhawk, whether it's... Um, Eberron or Dark Sun or like any of these campaign settings, they're always fantastically different and new in in some in some really significant way, you know. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me again, this is kind of a this is like a money grab for wizards, you know. Uh, you know, which on the one hand is like, well, they're not really doing anything different. Fuck it, put it out. You know, these right now D and D being hotter than hell and and what's it uh what's what's that called critical role critical role i almost said roll for it critical (laughs) role is is so popular that um uh is so popular that you know there's 18 billion people watching it and they just raised you know some ungodly amount of money 20 million dollars uh you know like it it just makes sense for wizard to do a, a a quick money grab on this with a book you know, especially Makes when the rest of sense. Hasbro is not doing that well at the same time. Yeah, well, you know, anything that, uh, yeah, I mean, and and yeah, as, as as we may, as you may or may not know, Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast, so yeah, you're right. I mean, if it's up to making a quick money grab, there's nobody better than Hasbro is there. So, yeah. Here's what I have to say about this. So this book, if you're a big Critical Role fan, I do think you should get this book. If you are not a big Critical Role fan, I think you could honestly skip this book. I do I do think that. Which sucks, because I don't want to skip a D&D book. I fucking bought the thing. I'm not going to skip it. But, like, what, what I if not get too excited for this. What if you're a completist that collects all officially licensed D&D material? Then you have to, because you're a completionist. God damn it. <laughs> but, with that said, you know... I'm just buying yours. <laughs> There's... We will sandwich doesn't want it. Uh, sandwich doesn't want it. Monty, I do so want it because I am a budding completionist. First of all, second of all, I will say, piggybacking off of this, I think you know, coming in June, we talked about it on the show briefly. There's a new book coming out 
called Theros. It's like a Greek mythology kind of setting. Mm-hmm. That's something different. And they're bringing new races and they're bringing new classes. And yeah, exactly. They're different bringing something altogether. different. Together. This is not different. It's probably if I was a critical role fan, I would probably jizz myself looking at this thing. I'm not. Ew. I I really don't care that much about Critical Role. It's great. It's great for D and D because it it's a great entryway into it. I feel like for people you know, if who you are want, initiated. If but, you want sandwich, the next time you make it up to the archive, if you just want to put that one directly in the D and D box, we will just talk with Retailer X about getting you another one. Guys, we, you don't we, want that one. I'll just buy yours. I do want it because I'm also a budding completionist. Hey guys, quick, quick question. A budding on completionist. Quick, quick question. I see. Is yes. it is it me or is there like is it normal for all these books to be coming out um, from D and D? Like, are they pushing out more books than they usually would? Because it's just uh, no, 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 not no, no. And this this sort of flood mm-hmm. started with fourth edition. Where it seemed like they had a new product out like every other week. And the reason we used to have, although we, we didn't use it today, the reason we, we created the D&D segment on the show mm-hmm. was because we were getting so much, so much D&D product. So much content. That we had to create a bit on the show because we were doing it. We were doing it almost every week. Now, granted, in that case... Sometimes they would have like three or four products come out, you know, sort of relatively in a short period of space. And then Mm -hmm. we would just take them and space them out so that we could do we could continue to do the bit. OG and I and fill in the blank producer. Um, But that was uh, that was fourth edition. And I, I think the problem was they thought fourth edition was going much better than the fans did. So they just kept churning out stuff and the fans are kind of like, we're we're. We're kind of over fourth edition. So especially some of that latter stuff, you know, kind of is still wallowing around in places. Mm-hmm. That said, fifth edition is not only critically a success, but is also a success with the fans. So the reason they're they're doing stuff like, with respect, money grabs for this uh, um, for, for this book, uh, which which is basically a popular online a uh, uh, bunch of people playing the game's homebrew book. The reason they do stuff like this is because they can. You know, that's that that's really the the the, the long and short of it. They can get away with it, so they're going to do it. I think this book, of the books that have come out recently, it's on the lower end for me, if not maybe the lowest. What would with be that, the lowest? If, this probably. <laughs> it's not necessarily the lowest. For me, personally. Is. This is one I've enjoyed the least. Personally. What that said, though, it's not like that's bad. Because even then... They, there is Are you so a fan of stuff. Critical Role? In the vaguest sense where I want them to succeed... Because if they succeed, I feel like D and D succeed. I feel like they're kind of exact. I am exact. You and I are exactly on the same page on this because I could care less. Uh, with all due respect to anyone running an online D and D game, anyone, even people I know, with all due respect, I would much rather play D and D than watch other people play D and D. You know, like I don't see the appeal to it at all, and it's so. I mean. With respect, again, they have made a crowning real real achievement by getting to where they are uh, w- and, and the way that they did it 
bravo to them. Honestly, honest to God, amazing. That said, I don't want to fucking spend my life watching other people play D and D. I'd rather not play D and D than watch other people play D and D. That so, said, I would rather play D and D than not play D and D. But I, I certainly, I don't want to watch other people play D and D. What is the fun in that? You know, so, like you're contributing yeah. nothing. It's like watching a table read of a movie. You know. Yeah, but at the same time, that's I mean, not I, even I, scripted. I it's watched, like watching a table read of a Christopher Guest movie. Yeah, but I, I watch. I I like watching sports. I mean, how is but, that any different? Okay, I, okay, but sports has shit going on. It's not five people online discussing, uh, you know, their their dragonborn uh, paladin oathbreaker. You know, like it's not it's it's just not the same. It really isn't. I mean, it's I, like, I'm not saying I'm not saying there's a direct comparison, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, we we've listened to someone tell stories before while we're listening to them. How is this any different? At the same time, like it, I, I it, see what I the see. Difference what, is, the difference is you can do it. That's the difference. The difference is this is meant for anyone to do. There's nothing special about these. Six or seven people. I haven't been, there's nothing special about them. I've watched it. There really isn't. I've been in more interesting games. Uh, and again, this isn't this isn't disrespectful. But you know, OG and I. The last time we played together, this is going back quite a number of years. And there were like five people in that game. Six people. If this technology had existed then, and we turned those cameras on, we would be those guys because it's just a matter of who did it first. They're not. Oh, really, true. I that, really that don't I think they're with. that exceptional. I just, I really don't. I mean, listen, you I'll know, be, I'll I don't be, think their adventures are exceptional. I've tuned in for a few. I've read some synopses and things. It's just not. You know, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I would much rather play, and I, I don't need to share it with the world either. You know what I mean? That's fine if people want to watch. I don't get it, but if people want to watch. You know, I mm -hmm. guess that's some people's thing, right? Just watching and not being part of it. You know what I mean? I agree. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not me. So, but that that said, you know, like I'd rather play with you and uh, Mr. Monty and uh, you know, uh, you know, any any number of other people. I'd rather us get together and play a game, or in the world we live in, get together online and play a game, not have to share it with the world. And just have a good time because that's what it's meant to do. I'd you like know, that. I'd like to get more. And into that the Hasbro has, you know, in part, sort of supported what they've done. In part, sort of capitalized on what they've done, and so on, and so on, and so on. Mm -hmm. Good for Hasbro. It's a good move. Well, for sure. But they're only special. The, the only way that they're special, my opinion, the only way that they're special is that they did it first. There's a hundred of them out. I can name one right now. Roll for it. You know, it's it's guys playing D and D. It's the same thing. I mean, honestly, I like more of the how people uh, like watching people paint or create landscapes. I that to me that's, that's different. To, no, no, no it, it totally is. But to me, I just find that way more intriguing. Um, uh, for myself, but that's just that's just me, right there. Um, and you know, I've tuned in to some of these other games that people are playing online, and everyone's trying to be a character. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like everyone's that. trying to be like the funny character guy or the I'm the serious character guy. Like everybody's trying to be a character instead of playing a character. And what I don't mean their D&D &D character. I mean 
the camera is on them, they are a completely different person. The, the only, like the, the camera's on me right now. Yeah. This is just me. The, the you only, know, and the, if we were playing D and D right now, I would be the same me that I am now. I wouldn't be like I have to riff a joke every two seconds. Yeah, ha yeah. ha ha. Or I wouldn't be like, no, guys, no, this is serious. This is serious. <laughs> we have to plan. How many arrows do we have left? Okay, if we take one arrow and we do, uh, you know, like it's not who you are. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the only, the it's only like time... watching a char- It's like watching a guy play a character who is then playing a character in D and D. I got gotcha. it's, it's just I, I don't gotcha. get it. The the only time I I really followed um one campaign, the guy who's the head of uh, Epic Mealtime, Harley, I forgot his last name. Uh, he was hysterical. Weinstein? No, oh, def- no, 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 no. Uh, he, he uh, the dude was hysterical. Um, uh, and he was messing like I won't say he was messing up, but he was kind of like the the Joker during someone's uh, session. It was just, it was really good. I'll, I'll try to link it in the Discord if I can find it later. Um, but yeah, boys, I think that is just about it for this the f- the first series of our quarantine episode of uh, yeah. of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> quarantine us, stuff. You can catch us each and every week over at geekstufftng.com. You can find us at geekstufftng on Twitter, on Instagram, and on the lovely Facebook. You can find me online as Monty's Mayhem, M O N T E S M A Y H E M. Find me on Twitter. You can find me. Hey, on I just Instagram. thought of a contest. And you can find me on the YouTube where I'm posting my my uh, comic book related content that I'm making up there. What's that, uh, Big Kev? Uh, why don't we Why don't we have everybody uh, call or write in? You can call the GBM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. Or uh, you can you can write in, or you can. Um, Nick, uh, Mr. Monty will create an area for this on the Discord. Um, in the age of the uh, quarantine and the pandemic, what does TNG mean to you now? <laughs> <laughs> and you will win. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the best ones, and we'll pick one to be a winner, and you can win something out of uh, Mr. Monty's house. Um, we're doing that again, huh? Okay. Yeah, there's plenty. Of stuff <laughs> I like how he's looking now. Like, what's just stuff laying this? around? Yeah, but it's none of it's Where's mine. Where's the squeeze? The squeeze, the squeeze the, should the, hold up a prize. And the squeeze, be like, this the, is the prize. The squeeze is distracting the dog right now. Oh, good. Yes, Big Kev, your uh, social media. Uh, I am Geek Stuff OG at. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. Oh wait, no, that's not me. <laughs> I am uh, Big Kev GS on the Xbox One network, where myself and a contingent of fellow law-abiding citizens are trying to bring law and order to a lawless west um you can also find me everywhere else at bk geek stuff i believe um yeah so that's that beautiful sandwich you can find me on instagram at fat dumbledore f-a-t-d-o-m-b-l-e-d-o-r-e same name on xbox so sometimes it's not me now there you go. Why don't you create your brother his own user account? Why? Because then you won't have these problems. Because then you have to pay for online for a second account. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, yeah. Uh, fine. Okay. And with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Mayhem and the sandwich, we will bring this episode to a close. Episode 581, the one we called Optimistic Stuff, I think. 
Um, the way we end some shows by saying, "Good night, OG. Wherever you are." And on that note, we cue the music. Listen, there's something I need to say to you. I've been thinking about it a long time, but I couldn't find the words. Until now. I fucking hate you. You're the worst. Everything that you do is really annoying. If you were drowning, I would smile. I don't like you on a personal level. I fucking hate you. Thank you.